Welcome to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Welcome to International Christian Center in San Leandro, California. Here's today's message from Pastor Michael Moore. Hope you realize the blessings of a wife. If, you, um, if you've ever been uh, married to the wrong one, then you don't know the blessings of the right one. Uh, I was uniquely blessed to have uh, an angel in my first wife that God took home to be with glory. But I'm going to talk about her just, just uh, and this is fitting for freedom. As my first wife uh, was in the hospital on what was going to be her deathbed, she prayed for me because she knew I was not a man to be alone. And she actually prayed for me to find my Pauline. And then for glory, that's a good praise right there. Bless God. And then um, for God to send her, and um, I know all y'all think that, that Pastor Mike is just so wonderful so marvelous but um princess pauline sees all of me um the good the bad and the ugly but um she stays and she encourages me and so i'm just so grateful and i i i believe in saying things we need there's somebody today that and as we get into the message Uh, I hope you get inspired. Uh, There's some things that you need to say to someone that after today, you are going to feel the freedom to say. Amen. Um, So I'm going to, on your outline, there's the New Living Translation, but I'm going to open up the King James uh, because it has uh, more of the flavor that we want to go with today. Um, we're starting at Luke 4 and 18, and it's printed on your outline. And I'll be, that's in the New Living Translation. I'll be reading from the King James. And uh, while this is familiar scripture, uh, we hope to shed some new light and fresh light on it for you today. Are you there? It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And I want to ask a question today. 
what will you do when you get out of jail? Close your eyes for just a moment and imagine yourself in handcuffs. And then imagine those handcuffs falling off. Imagine yourself sitting in the back of that police car and some of us know it's plastic. It's not all cushioned and leathery. And then that door that looks like a cage swinging open. And then imagine Santa Rita County Jail. Not going to visit, but being there for a season. And then imagine San Quentin and Fellas tell me that they call the seagulls flying rats out on the yard and day after day, week after week, month after month. But then someone coming to say your sentence has been suspended. And then while your eyes are still closed, imagine what they call a supermax prison where they send the folks that are so bad they don't want them around anybody, where they have the extra guards, the extra thick walls, the extra barbed wire, supermax prison, and then somehow you get set free. Open your eyes. Because I want to suggest that some of us are in spiritual handcuffs. Some of us are being transported spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially to a place that we feel is going to hold us for a season. And some of us have been confined for so long that we feel like we are in a supermax jail. We've given up hope and we've said that's just the way it is. Well, into this, Jesus comes because there have been prisons all the way back to Genesis. Into this, Jesus comes because if you remember, Joseph was also in jail. Into this, Jesus comes and he comes with some good news for them back there and for us right here. And, and, and you got to excuse me if I dance. Well, let's, 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 let's look at it. Uh, uh, and I want to start where some preachers would end. And it's on your outline. In Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are not just free to say yes. Put your finger right there. Because some of us think freedom is being able to do whatever we want to do and get whatever we want to get. I want to suggest today that freedom is also being able to say no. Because some of you have been told you're nothing. Some of you have been told you'll never love again. Some of you have been told you're not enough. And, and I'm here to give you a Holy Ghost no. 
to say you are free to say no to what the world, the flesh, and the devil has said has you locked up. So, so, so first I want to talk about freedom from lack. Now, and, and, and this is so good, and I, and I shared this with the brothers yesterday, and, and in other places I've shared this. I might have shared it with you, but so for some of you this may be review. But do you not know that everything that was needed to make your iPhone existed in the Garden of Eden? God made it when he made that, that, that tree that, that Eve and Adam bit. God, God made it when he made all the animals and all of that. It was already there, and everything that you need right now already is. And I want you to get that. And not only does it already exist, Jesus has said he has come to, 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 to let you be free from lack. Now, then somebody ought to get happy. Because some of you, the, mm, God has told you to preach, but you're not preaching because you feel like you can't enumerate, elucidate, and articulate. When God wants you to know the words, you don't have to have no Pastor Mike words. The words that he has put in your mouth will be enough for you to stand and say the word that he wants you to say in that season. Some of you are, are running away from prayer because you feel like you can't pray enough when the only prayer you may need to pray is, Lord, help me. Mentally, and somebody needs to hear this today, let, 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 let me get it like the Lord wants me to get it. Some of you, the Spirit has told you, enroll in college. And you think that mentally you're not smart enough. Let me tell you a secret about college. A whole bunch of dumb folk graduate. Because college is not just about intellect, it's about determination. Now, I hope you're smarter when you leave than when you came, but that may not stop you from getting a degree. You're not lacking intellectually what God has told you you can do because he is going to glory bridge the gap. And then I have some more good news for you because, see, some of you, you know you do not have the gift of singleness. But you, and you know you, you might already scoped out your wife. But you are hesitant to approach the future misses you because you feel like you're suffering lack. Let me tell you something so wonderful, so wonderful. You and your wife in a studio apartment is enough. You and your wife eating top ramen is enough. You, brothers, some of you feel like you, you too tall, you too short, you too fat, you too skinny, and she just wants some pants in the house. She wants a man that know his way home, that's going to love her, regular, I think, I thank God my wife looks good in the morning.
But ladies, some of you are worried that the man that God has designed for you is going to think you're not enough. God is going to send you the wife that is exactly tailor-made for you. And not only glory will she be enough, you'll be enough. Somebody ought to rejoice. Invite me to the wedding. And then financially, some of you, you, you are limiting yourself to the job you're applying for, not knowing that a good fisherman, if you have been fishing with a good fisherman, he'll throw a line out of every side of the boat. And some of those lines that have two or three hooks on them. Why? Because he want a fish. He don't care if it's a catfish. He don't care if it's a spurgeon. He wants a fish. Why? Because he want to fry them. Brothers, you, let me tell you one thing for sure. You have enough for the job that's going to hire you. Ladies, you have enough to go put in the application and let God bridge the gap. Because he, he, the good news to the poor is that God has enough, but in glory. Some of us have only prayed one-third of a prayer. He said, when they said, Jesus teaches how to pray. Asking it shall be given. Seeking you shall find. Knocking the door shall be open. What you're asking for is already there, but you're not done until you seek and then knock. I had a brother, if I said his name, some of you would know his name. That young man was living in the basement, gifted musically, classically trained. And I asked him, like I'm getting ready to ask you, if you could be anywhere you wanted, doing whatever you wanted to do, where would you be? He named a famous music school. I said, so what are you going to do? And he looked at me strange. He said, I'm going to apply. I said, and then what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to go. I said, and then what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to graduate. Now, he hadn't left my office. But when he thought about what was possible, if he wasn't thinking about the mindset that had him locked in a room with an open door. And today he's a graduate traveling all over the world, playing music, went to the same school Quincy Jones graduated from. Because the Lord set him free what are you gonna do when you get out of the jail of lack number two freedom from the chain of freedom from our past hurts now some of you are locked in a jail and i used to be an inmate of past hurts because see there was this girl in high school that hurt Pastor Mike. And I was mad for years. <laughs> years after she wasn't thinking about me at all. <laughs> and I was taking it out on every other girl I could run into until the Lord set me free from my past hurt. And some of us are still mad at something that somebody did to us when we were in elementary school and you 40 
and you mad at that teacher that said you was dumb. Some of you had your doctorate, and you still mad at that elementary school teacher that said you was dumb. Some of you are mad at your daddy, mad at your mother, and they were wrong. But that was 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. And you're still letting that keep you from trusting somebody that might want to bless you. Some of you are mad at that glory. Well, it's right there. He has sent him to heal the brokenhearted. Now, I'm so glad the Bible is practical because, see, some of you were in love and you got hurt and you have promised yourself you'll never be hurt that way again. And Jesus wants you set free from that because every man is not like that man. Every woman is not like that woman. Oh, and by the way, some of you was in love with your job and it fired you. I don't know why you thought bricks and rebar could love you back. Your job doesn't know how to love you right. Your old neighborhood doesn't know how to love you right. And Jesus is coming to say you can be free even from those things and those people that you loved and that broke, you, broke your heart. Number three, freedom from the chains of our and others' past actions. Now, again, the Bible is so practical. To preach deliverance to the captives. Now, if we are not careful, we will allow the chains of, and I, I listed it there, that we have put on ourselves. Some of us have said, I'll, I'll never lose weight, I'll never get married, I'll never have a job, I'll never have a car, I'll never have this, never have that. And you put those chains on yourself because the Lord said all things are possible with him. And, 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 and the scientists, the neuroscientists say that most of us are only operating at 10%. So I have some good news for you. You can, mm, glory, you can have 90% better than what you got right. Now, don't get a divorce, but I'm in, in open confession, good for the soul. You want to know what the Lord said to me? I can, Sister Alma, I can be a 90% better husband than I am today. And that's why right now at home in the bathroom, my underwear is not on the floor. <laughs> Glory to God. No socks. Glory to Jesus. Today, this very day. Because that could put a chain on me that would keep me locked in war in my own house. Me not being willing to change, not being willing to get all of the wonderful that's in my house. And then others. Now, some others, some of us have somebody in our family that said, you'll never be this, you'll never be that. I, I had a music teacher, Pastor T. He, he told some folk in our choir, he said, you can't sing because your mama probably couldn't sing and you probably come from a long line of no singing folk. And if, and if I would have listened to him, 
And he was just talking to all of us, trying to make us mad, trying to make us sing. But the way I saw most of the country was riding on a bus with a choir singing. But if I would have listened to the one who said I never could, then I would have stayed locked in a jail that he put me in. What are you not doing because somebody said you can't do it? Somebody said, you going to be a drunk because your daddy was a drunk and you come from a long line of drunks. All y'all is drunk. Why? Because you drank. You can say no to that and walk out of that jail. And I, I, I so, I'm so blessed by, by, by what Quinise said this morning. She said she's going to turn it around, not just for her, but for future generations. You, glory to God, you may be the one in your family who does it so different than what everybody else has always did it. When they look at you, they're going to say, well, they must all be good folk. And you might be the first one because you got out of the jail of what somebody else had said about you. And some of us, we in jail because we did it. Bless God, I've lost 36 pounds in the last year. Glory to God. But that 36 that I had to lose, it was not because my mama sat on my chest and stuffed food in me. It was, that was my fork, that was my spoon, that was my knife, that was my chew on that Popeye's extra crispy thigh. I put myself in that jail but God is giving me a way out. And some of you have put yourself in a jail, and he is giving you a way out. Can I, can I give you an option? You never have to take a drink again. You never have to hit the doobie. You never have to do the pipe. You never have to find a vein. You, ne you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to go to the club and find a woman that you didn't know to go to bed to be sorry tomorrow morning that you got in the bed with her. You never have to do that again. Never. But if you are currently in that jail, you're going to have to say, no more, no more. You got to say it. And you can be free from that jail. And then, help me, Jesus. Deliverance to the captives. And, that, and now, mm, glory. Some of you are going to be set free today. But I, I, need to make, I need to put a note there, and I wrote it down so you wouldn't lose it. If we misuse our freedom, we become captives of the world, the flesh, and the devil. Now, don't get scared, but God is getting ready to turn some of you into millionaires. Glory to God. Because now he knows you can handle it. God is glory. Thank you, Jesus. Brothers, God is getting ready to send some of you a wife, but he's not sending you a wife for you to cheat on her. Ladies, God is getting ready to send some of you a husband, but he's not giving him to you for you to fuss at him about what the last one did. Freedom. 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 Don't misuse your freedom now that he set you free. Don't let what the world says, and, and, and it's there. The world will tell you in no man no good. You don't need every man to be good. You just need yours. The flesh. 
You don't need everybody's flesh to be controlled. You got to control yours. Put a leash on that dog. I talked to the brother. I said, you need to chain yourself up in the backyard until you are okay to go out. Call all your buddies and tell them I won't be showing up. Why? Because I'm chained in the backyard until I'm okay to go out. Until I learn how to get me some knowing me, I will not be there. And what you're going to find out is that you don't want, mm, you don't buy a Cadillac at a Volkswagen dealer. You don't buy a Cadillac at a Volkswagen dealer. Some, mm, brother, some of you are shopping for a scooter and you need a car. got one of them green things and you trying to get from point A to point B instead of to your destiny. Mm. Mm. And then number four, I stayed there a little too long. Freedom to see God, myself and others in the light of, uh, in the light of, shouldn't be of a God, of God. And now, recovery of sight to the blind. What's this about? Some of us are only seeing our life and God and ourself and others in black and white. I remember I used to watch Bonanza. Black and white. Sunday night. But, but then suddenly we got technicolor. And I could see all of those beautiful colors that God has made. Well, some of us are blind because even though the world is in color, we're seeing it in black and white. There are, this, this may come as a shock to some white people, but there are some black folk that are racist too. This may come as a shock to some black people. There's some white folks who are not racist. And I need to say a name. Jack Van Zant in high school. He was my leadership counselor. That man took me, a white man, took me to the side. He said, Mike, do you know that so-and-so is racist? I said, why would you tell me that? He said, because he is. <laughs> say, be careful. He was white telling me. My brothers and sisters, somebody's getting ready to get so free today. It is a trick of the devil anytime you find yourself categorizing a whole group of people by their skin color. That's a trick. It's a trick. Be it by, by their whiteness, by their blackness, by their brownness, by their yellowness. And, and God gave this to me one time. I was down, I was down, parked down by Lake Merritt, enjoying the goodness of the Lord. And I'm looking and I'm seeing all kind of folks. Some folk was back then I used to actually be able to go around the lake. And this one dude, he was lapping me. That, that boy was running so fast, he lapped me two times while I was trying to get around there once. 
And 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 then, then there was the mother pushing the carriage and 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 you you know and then there was some old folk on their walkers and it was all kind of folk and all this and that. And God says something so beautiful and I put it in the book of Mike. All of them are God's children. And I didn't know if they were all saved. I didn't know if they were all, I didn't know who was straight, who was gay, who was whatever. But I tell you one thing I knew for sure, and God showed it to me, totally changed my life. All of them are God's creation. And God doesn't make no junk. And so if you would learn to love folk just because they are, and when I say love them, I don't mean get a tingly sensation when you see them. I mean value and respect their worth as a human being. Because there's some black folk that hate black folk because they remind them so much of themselves. And you so despise the old you. But, but I got ahead of myself. First see God. Know that God made people and it is his desire that all of them, no matter where they are right now, get saved. And God is not don't you know, some of us think, like, I'm, I'm not going to church. God's going to get me. He know what I did last night. He knows, so if he was going to get you, you'd already been got. God can make you choke on a chicken bone. God can send a bug in your eye on the freeway and a semi hit you. God know where you live, and he know where you go. He wanted to get you. He could have a random bullet. And so since he hasn't gotten you, it must mean he must not want to get you. He's trying to let you live long enough to get right. God loves you so much, he's given you another season. And then I need to see myself. Now, this may come as a shock to you, but you are not perfect. I am not perfect. Please write this down. God is concerned about direction, not perfection. Write that down. God is concerned about direction, not perfection. When God first came up to folk, what he said was, follow me. God wants to know that you are following him. God wants to know that you are a man or a woman, a boy or a girl after his own heart. God is not trying to punish you. You're doing a good enough job punishing yourself. God's love, and it doesn't mean he likes everything we do, but he has mercy and grace, and he's trying to give you another season to choose to follow him, to come out of that jail. You don't know what's out there for you, but as long as you figure like you're going to stay away from church and stay away from prayer, stay away from the work because it's going to beat you up, you will never have all of what God has for you when you get out of that jail. He wants us to see that in the light of God. See all of what he has. And then, and this is for somebody, somebody needs this today. I, I know I needed it. Number five. He wants us to be free from being stuck in repeated failure. Now, some of us, <laughs> bless God, when I first started back going to the gym, I tell Pastor Steve, I'm getting ready to go to the gym and rub on the weights. I just wanted to be around them. <laughs> and then I went over and over and over again, Brother Rick, I went from 20 
to 40, from 40 to 60, from 60 to 80. And now on a couple of them, I'm hitting that thing at 220. Yaka, 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 yaka. But you, do, do you even aim at the gym? Does your car even point? <laughs> Have you declared McDonald's a no-fly zone? <laughs> Direction. You say, you say, Pastor Mike, I can't get the calculus. I can't get the calculus. Have you opened the book? Have you called somebody? The Google and the YouTube is a wonderful thing. <laughs> they have a YouTube video about the chapter in that book that you're struggling with. But an open book test will do you no good if you never open the book. Don't get stuck in repeated failure. And again, the Bible is very practical. It says to set at liberty them that are bruised. Do you know how you get bruised? By getting hit hard by something, but usually it's by getting hit in the same spot over and over and over again. Some of us have been a, a failure at the same thing we've been trying to do and wanting to do and maybe what God told us to do over and over and over again that we have a bruise. And after a while, that bruise gets so thick, you don't have any feeling there anymore. And Jesus is saying, in spite of your bruises, keep getting up. Keep going at it. As again, I shared with the brothers, Rome was not built in a day, but it was built one brick at a time. One brick at a time. And then lastly, and I'm done. Freedom to get better now. Now, I believe that already, way before this sermon started, somebody today already got free. But just in case, I want to ask everybody to stand on your feet. Because he said, today is this fulfilled in your hearing. What a shame for you to remain in a jail when the door is open. What a shame for you to keep acting guilty even though your case has been dismissed. What a shame for you to stay by yourself in a jail of loneliness when God is already tailor-making a husband, a wife for you. What a shame for you to give up on your child when today might be the day when your prodigal son or your prodigal daughter comes back home. So once again, reach out and hold hands. Nobody's alone today. If you're by yourself, get next to somebody. Hold somebody's hand. With every head bowed and every eye closed. Heavenly Father, we spend too much of our life in spiritual, mental, physical, and financial handcuffs. And Lord God, some of us have been taken from a ride. We've been in the paddy wagon of life, going the wrong way away from home. We feel like there's no way out, and so we spend a summer, a spring, and a winter in a spiritual county jail. Almost gave up. Felt like there was no way out. Jesus is here today. He's a present help in a time of trouble. And some of us, we have been so bad that we've been locked in a supermax biggest, baddest guards, the tallest walls, the 
layers and layers of barbed wire seem like they have us surrounded on every side but today you said you came to set the captives free Heavenly Father today we claim our freedom we receive it Heavenly Father you came to heal the brokenhearted. Lord God, today, even though it might have been a mother that hurt us, a father that hurt us, a relative that hurt us, a husband or a wife, or even a child that hurt us, we open the door to our hearts being healed so that we can be free to be all that you would have us to be. And then, Heavenly Father, you said you came to give us sight. Help us to see the colors of God Heavenly Father, we leave out of the jail of racism. We leave out of the jail of believing things about people just because of the box they come in. Heavenly Father, we declare that every woman, every boy, every man, every girl was created by you. And it is our desire that they be saved and know you and have a relationship with you. That they might experience your kingdom coming and your will being done on earth. Even as it is in heaven, no matter what the color of their skin, no matter what the number in their bank account, no matter what their intelligence or their lack of it. Teach us how to love people just because they are. And then, Heavenly Father, some of us have tried so long and all we have to show for it is a bruise. Heavenly Father, teach us that those bruises can heal too touch Lord God our spirits some of us have been hurt by a pastor who lied who deceived but that's not all pastors and that's not here at ICC teach those who might be running away from church that that bruise can heal teach those who are running away from a relationship Lord God and not even giving their future husband or their future wife a chance teach them Lord God that the bruise of the past can be healed and the door will swing open again and they can celebrate their freedom in the newness of life and then Heavenly Father teach them that we don't have to have it all together today you said follow me today Lord God we can be free from addiction we can be free from broken hearts we can be free from deception we can even be free from our old self what people have said about us and done to us and abused us and done us wrong we declare that we are free indeed because today Jesus is standing he says I am the door I am the door we walk into our newness we walk into our freedom we're not going to wait until tomorrow but today we decide that we are going to praise you yes. and worship you when we get out of jail. And we're going to celebrate in advance for we pray this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and thank you Lord. Amen. Why don't you give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Michael Moore. We invite you to join us at International Christian Center in San Leandro, California. If you'd like to learn more about our church or partner with us, please visit ICCEastBay.com. Thank you for listening to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. 
If you would like to learn more about us, please visit EncounterJesus.us or search for Encounter Church San Leandro in your app store.